Mr. Maimane, thanks for for speaking to us this morning. Good morning, Sagina, and good morning to all the listeners of FFM. And uh, really, this is indeed one uh, a reckless and an irresponsible decision on the part of President Jacob Zuma. It certainly does not help South Africans. It does not help South Africans who are without work, who are unemployed. It certainly sends signals internationally that as a country we are unstable against the face of a downgrade recently and ultimately is an appointment of somebody who will who will simply stand up and not be able to have the political will. I'm not saying too much about David Van Rooyen, but he will not have the political will to be able to table that budget in February that will have any significant changes. And what South Africa needs now is change. But why would you say that? Why would you say that? What would you base that on? I would base it on the fact that if you reflect on the former finance ministers, you are talking about people like Trevor Manuel, Pravin Godan, even Tantanene. The issue in politics is the ability to be able to have the political clout in a political party to be able to drive change as you can, to be able to influence policy, to be able to to, to, to stand up to people and say, no, you can't do that. And Tantanen stood up to President Zuma on SAA, stood up to him on, uh, on the nuclear deal, and I suspect that's why he lost his job. David Van Rooyen was a failed mayor in Kutsong, is a backbencher. I've been in Parliament for long. I have never even heard from him. Now suddenly he gets the most senior cabinet position in the country, and now will proceed to say he must have any political will to be able to drive the change. He has no track record of being able to show that. And what South Africa needs now is somebody who is experienced from Treasury, understands the fact that we need the discipline to be able to guide the economy forward. So what would you say to the argument that with all these experienced people in Treasury and um, finance, they are the ones who got us into this position that we are currently in financially, economically, and therefore perhaps there was need for a change? With, uh, let's look at how, in fact, we've arrived at this particular point, And we must look at these things soberly. Under Trevor Manuel, we grew at an average of 5%. That able to, we were, when we talk about savings, our savings were improving. It was pretty much the, the same under Pravin Gordon, even though right in the middle of his term he faced a 2008 economic meltdown. When you look at this particular term under Minister Nene, against commodity prices, against the fact that the ANC's policy decisions have been weak and a president who is now more committed to saying, now let's railroad projects that will not find in South Africa. We are seeing these economic uh, challenges that we have. It's policy uncertainty in the main. And what it requires is for Treasury to be able to stand up and say, here are the policies that we think will be able to work for South Africa. The, the recent proposals have seen, uh, even for Nene, in a difficult position where, in fact, there are key projects that are being put through that simply don't make sense. And now it's even confirmed even more by getting someone even weaker than him. Well, weaker, and um, as you've uh, outlined why you believe that to be the case, uh, we're going to leave it there, Minister Santanene. You gave him a C. Um, could you explain that to our listeners? Why did you give him a C on your DA scorecard, which you do annually? We did because I felt even against that backdrop. Remember, he also inherited some of the difficult projects. You know, SARS was in a difficult space, and we saw that SARS was starting to show some improvements. We also saw the fact that even against uh, really no room for maneuver, he tabled budgets that at least sought to balance the books. And yes, he was facing a very difficult midterm period in that for next year and the year thereafter, he had difficulties. As you know, last week 
he insisted that SAA could not implement their strategy plan that would see them spend more. He wanted that uh, the initial table strategic plan, turnaround plan, that would in fact make sure that that SAA remained fiscally afloat. And so these are some of the bold decisions that I thought he made, and he took some decisions. That's why we gave him a C. So his demotion, even the ANC statement introduces an irony that says, we know he's done a, a good job, but we think he must go tells you that, in fact, this is not about South Africa, it's about President Zuma. So, given that we don't know where he's going, how do we arrive at the fact that this is a demotion? It is, because when you consider the fact that he hasn't been sacked as a member of parliament, so any other cabinet position, because finance is quite a senior position, would be a demotion. If he gets sent out of the country or another, he'd have to lose, obviously, his position as a member of parliament. But here's the issue here. If we send him even to the BRICS Bank, as has been speculated by some other people, the problem with that is that the BRICS Bank has no direct consequences for the people on the ground, for the poor South Africans. Now you've allowed it for the rent to plummet to levels that we're seeing it now, and you are now setting yourself up in a space where even as the rent plummets, South Africans are going to face difficult days. We must at times as South Africa say, can we put South Africa first? Can we put South Africans who are not working first? Because what they needed... When poor South Africans wake up this morning, what they needed is to know that their government is doing everything it can to make sure the economy is stable, it is growing, it can ensure that it meets their needs. But what they will find out, as we all wake up this morning, we will find out that, in fact, no, we've deteriorated worse than we have last year. The prospects of creating jobs are less. And ultimately, even the collection of revenue is now compromised because South Africans simply won't have money to spend or companies to be able to, declare, to, to pay the appropriate tax, which means from a welfare point of view, these become very difficult things to meet. So I think, as South Africans, we've been deeply let down by a president who's committed. <laughs> and that's where we base those facts. Well, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much. That's the leader of the DA, Musi Maimane.